Welcome to Communicore Weekly. I'm George. And I'm Jeff. You know, this is our half a year anniversary. This is 26 episodes. That's a pretty long time to be listening to us babble. That's a pretty long time for me to actually like somebody. Yeah, I don't I don't even like most people for more than 26 weeks, so this is a pretty big accomplishment. And, and, and people have listened to us or watched us 26 times as of the showing of this, of course. What, what do you get somebody for the 26th anniversary? I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I'll i take cash or check if anybody wants to, like, hand that over. I'm okay with that. Yeah, I did a quick Google search, and it said something about unobtainium. Are, are we able to I, get that? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Maybe in a few years when Avatar Land opens. I can't even say that with a straight face. Um, when Avatar <laughs> Land opens, maybe we'll be able to buy some unobtainium. We'll have to check out those gift shops. Gift shop. Exactly. But, wow, 26. That's impressive. That's I don't think I've stuck with anything that long. Me either. We'd like to welcome Teresa from Fairy Godmother Travel, who was fortunate enough to get invited to the grand opening for Cars Land. Well, I really expected Jeff to say something mean in there. Well, anyway, Teresa, this was a huge event for Disney and Disney fans. Can you tell us what it was like to be one of the first people to see the new area? Howdy, y'all. It was terrific. It was such an honor to get to go to the premiere party for Cars Land. Um, the area, when we got to see it, well, we went in and it was at night, so all the neon was lit up, and it was just phenomenal. It was like walking through L.A., in the 1940s with all the neon around. We immediately rode Radiator Springs Racers. You have to go there first. And it blew us away. It was like Test Track, but so much better. There was animatronics. There was a race at the end. It was just phenomenal. Cannot say enough good things about it. And I can't wait for my own family to get to go ride it. I think you need to use some more adjectives in there to describe it. (laughs) Like what? Like what? Like uh, awesome, amazing, okay. amazing. I, I watched I watched the mice chat video on YouTube and was mm-hmm. blown away by how realistic and uh, the cars looked fantastic. Yeah, I mean, that was pretty they, impressive. At the end, the sheer fun of racing against someone else, even though you really weren't racing, it, 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 <laughs> you're just like yes, I've got to be there, and and everybody cheers at the end. It is just so much fun. And when we got off the, the ride, and, you know, you go to the photo pass immediately afterwards, who's in line behind me but John Ratzenberger? <laughs> it was so cool. Whoa. And he's, he's talking to someone, so I take my little picture, and ooh. <laughs> and it turns out he's talking to someone famous that I didn't know, and it was Chip Poos, who was the designer of a lot of the artwork that is in Cars Land. So that was kind of cool. That's that's pretty awesome. I mean, it, right now it's a pretty well documented fact that I hate you and everybody else that's been there already. <laughs> but um, aside from John Ratzenberger, did you see any other celebrities there? Uh, yeah, we did. Um, I saw Richard Kind, and you're gonna say who's Richard Kind? Richard, oh, who's Richard Kind, Kind 
He is one of those actors that you see him and you go, oh, I know that guy. We also, I also saw Rico Rodriguez, whom I'd like to say a little side note. I had also seen him, I'm in Texas, and he was at a Texas A&M football game when I was there too. So he's, we're like following each other around the U.S. So he's stalking um, you. You could say he's stalking yeah. you, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it could, it could. Um, Sarah Hyland from Modern Family was there. I saw Jennifer Godwin. Oh, she wasn't staying in my hotel. I was just so, you know, you kind of stand back and go, oh, look at <laughs> And then, um, of course, we saw John Lasseter everywhere. He was wearing a different Hawaiian shirt every day, and that was kind of, of cool. We saw a lot of celebrities. It was a whole lot of fun. Luigi's Flying Tigers listen to me tiger sorry <laughs> whoa wait a second that ride sounds awesome <laughs> unicorns and a tiger together sold i don't need anything else that's right luigi's flying tires which don't get on it with a skirt just saying and you hear, you hear that george no skirts yes, for yes, you. Uh, i won't pack my skirts when i go to cars land okay mater's junkyard jamboree was really fun. I videotaped it. It's, it's just a swing around ride. It's it, that was really fun. And kid and people, adults, kids, they're all screaming with laughter. It was just one of those things where you ride it and you go, God, that's so much better than I thought it was going to be. Oh, that sounds fantastic. Well, since everything is so new and they've uh -huh. changed Disney California Adventure tremendously, what do you recommend for people? I mean, because I've heard that Cars Land is packed in the mornings now. Uh, is there, do you have any thoughts on that? I would go directly to Fast Pass, get our Fast Passes for Radiator Springs and go enjoy the rest of the park first. Let those crowds get out of Cars Land, walk through it, ride things, and then come back at night because mm. at night it's just so pretty. It seems, to take on a, yeah, it seems to take on a different atmosphere at night. From the pictures I've seen mm -hmm. of it, it just seems mm -hmm. gorgeous at night. It, 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 it truly is. And things that you don't notice during the day are highlighted at night and you just go god i didn't see that earlier there are little <laughs> hidden things around every corner five-legged goats yeah absolutely Ooh, Ooh, gonna you may have to make a research trip yeah that's what we'll call it a research trip so yeah. <laughs> what was your your favorite part of uh cars land the neon and radiator springs racers mm, so the neon and at night was that beautiful it was absolutely beautiful absolutely gorgeous that and the cozy cone motel well, that, that leads me to another question I was going to have is, is what would be your favorite food, or funky food, actually, because I've heard some things about the Cozy Cone. The Cozy Cone, they have pickle-flavored popcorn there. Pickle-flavored popcorn. popcorn. Yeah, and it's pretty cool. It was really wow. good. A little salty, but you, you, taste, you start eating it, and you go, this is no big deal, and then you go, oh, because it hits the back of your throat. Are you allowed to feed that popcorn to Luigi's Flying Tigers, or is that against the rules? <laughs> they eat that every day. Oh, they do. Okay, it's part it's of their, they, their normal diet. Okay, that's how it. they keep yeah. them flying from there. So it it sounds like I mean, granted, a lot of us who have not seen it yet, we've seen the pictures, we see how gorgeous it is, but it's uh -huh. definitely something that you need to go and experience for yourself to get that full, the full experience of it, because it just sounds fantastic, and I really can't wait to go and check it out for myself. I can't encourage you enough to go and stay. I, if you can, stay in the Grand Californian so you get first run at the fast passes and and take advantage of everything that there is now because you're going to spend a full day at California Adventure. And you may go back and have wow. to ride Radiator Springs Racers it's, it's again. It's that, that good. It is that good. It is that uh, good. 
Very excited. Excellent. Very excited. Well, Jeff, I've got my bags packed. What about you? I'm. I've been packed. <laughs> I've been. I've just been waiting for the moment to go. And now, now you're telling me that it's it's totally worth it to go. I'm totally gonna go. I'm 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 hanging up right now and I'm leaving. <laughs> I guess that means I have to figure out how to edit the show. Click. He's a nerd. He's a geek. But we all like to hear him speak. So listen up to the words from his speech. It's George's book of the week. Looking for a fairly inexpensive and photo-filled look at the first 10 years of Walt Disney World? Yes. Yeah, because I sound like a used car salesman there, didn't I? Well, (laughs) this book is for you. All right. Walt Disney World, the first decade, was published in 1982, which makes sense, and it has 128 pages. It's a cross between an annual guide, like a souvenir guide, a PR piece, and a corporate history. It's a really, uh, it's a fascinating look at the first 10 years well, actually, it does cover the construction, so close to the first 15 years, of the Walt Disney World project. As with most titles on the subject, there's general coverage of the company, Disneyland, and the early progress on Walt Disney World. After the introduction, the book takes off on a leisurely but extensive look at everything during the first 10 years. The book focuses heavily on the Magic Kingdom and looks at each land in detail, with descriptions and lots of pictures in-ride photos, photo ops with celebrities from the 70s, and views of the park make up a majority of the pictures. Trust me, you will open this book many times just to take a virtual trip back to a Magic Kingdom that sadly really is no more. The contemporary and Polynesian resorts each get about five pages apiece in the coverage. Lots of views of the lobbies and guest recreation areas, And it's one of the few places to get some basic information about the golf resort, the Lake Buena Vista Resort community, the Village Marketplace, and it's also one of the few places where you can visit River Country one last time. Aw, man, I love that place. I know, I know. Fort Wilderness and the Tri-Circle D Ranch are covered in wonderful detail. The photographs and details available in this book about Walt Disney World are simply astounding. What is really going to excite the <clears throat> imagine nerd is the behind the scenes information that Disney was so keen to publish before Epcot, especially when they were trying to show off the new technologies that were promised as a part of the Reedy Creek Improvement District. The state of the art reservation center, the grant, the central energy plant, the water reclamation center, and the environmental planning, you know, the canals, the ecology and the conversation, conservation, and the conversations about conservation, (laughs) they were all given coverage. This is a wonderful read and a must for every theme parkeologist. If you were able to visit Walt Disney World before 1985, then many of the descriptions and pictures will be a walk down memory lane. If you weren't lucky enough or born yet, Mr. Heimbach, to visit Walt Disney World in the 1970s, then this book will provide many of the details of lost attractions, shops, and aspects of Walt Disney World that are long gone or have changed. It's a look back at a simpler, more relaxed Walt Disney World. From the standpoint of historical documentation, even though it is corporate, this book is a must for any serious scholar of Walt Disney World. Sometimes it's a one, sometimes it's a two. When you gotta go, what you gonna do? It's a bathroom break, a bathroom break. Ariel's Grotto, located in the Paradise Pier section of Disney California Adventure, offers a princess dining meal for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. There's also an awesome bathroom that has some sea green tile motif going on and some pretty 
pretty cool neon blue lights behind the mirrors. It is the perfect bathroom for the underwater princess set. Uh, no, Jeff, we really should be careful and, <laughs> and not talk about water so much while we're doing these bathroom breaks. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, didn't think about that. Well, for the awesome people watching this video, the bathroom break photos were provided by Fairy Godmother Travel. Sometimes you might see it, sometimes you don't. Hey, look, what's that? It's a five-legged goat. <laughs> when wandering around France in the World Showcase in Epcot, be sure to stop in to see Belle from Beauty and the Beast. As you know, Belle was an avid reader, so they themed her meet-and-greet area with lots of books. There are countless references to classic Disney tales that line the shelves, such as the French versions of Cinderella, The Little Mermaid, and of course, Beauty and the Beast. There's also a beautiful stained glass window, just like the mosaics during the prologue of the film. Thanks so much for watching. Be sure to leave us a comment on YouTube or rate us on iTunes. And always email us your suggestions or thoughts at communicorweekly at gmail.com. You can also like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash communicorweekly. And follow us or stalk us on Twitter at ImagineNerding and at Jeff Heimbuck. I'm George. And I'm Jeff. And we're from Mice Chat. Thanks so much for watching. We'll see you next week on Communicore Weekly. Six thousand and fifteen.